Okay, hello. Um, right. I'm a very unorganized, messy person. Okay. Apart from a couple of instances, I'm gonna set this down here. Like when I'm doing the groceries. Does anybody here enjoy doing the groceries? No? Some people do? Good. There's, you see, when I have loads of time, there's nothing I like better than making a big list and planning out. I go to Sainsbury's and I go to Little, because there's some things I get in both. Love making my list. And some people know them, and I like that. And there's nothing better than going down, round the aisles, and finding the exact thing you want. And I have my list, and people sometimes look at me, because I get my list out, and I kind of hunt you over the trolley, and nothing better than giving a big tick on the list. Yeah? Anybody get that feeling? Agree with it? Yeah, some people, good. Anybody else ever get a tick for anything? Uh, maybe in school? Uh, anybody who's still in school here? Good, all the, all the important people. Any teachers here as well? Yeah? Uh, there's nothing better, I'm sure, when you're in school than doing a bit of work and getting a big tick. I know for me as a teacher, I was sitting marking yesterday morning. Weird time, it was about half eight I was marking, but that's fine. Nothing better than giving people big ticks, okay? When you do something right and you get a tick, it makes you feel amazing, okay? Because a lot of the time, you've put a lot of hard work in and you're being rewarded for that hard work, okay? But has anybody maybe in school ever got one of these? If you've put your work in, sometimes still you get things wrong, okay? And when you get things wrong, sometimes you'll feel maybe a bit sad, you'll feel a bit disappointed, because all that work you've put in, you're kind of thinking it's not worth it, okay? And a lot of the time, these big X's, these big crosses, are signs that something's gone wrong. They don't make us feel happy and different things like that. But I want to talk to you about, uh, I suppose, three other ways that we can get the cross, okay? That this can mean something else. If we think of Good Friday when all Jesus' friends, all the apostles and his mother and all these other people that were with him were looking up at the cross, they were probably having feelings of sadness, of disappointment, of thinking everything has gone wrong. But if you take a look at this picture here, the next one that's going to come up, um, we've got a map. It's an old map. Okay. If I add a cross to it, like I'm going to do now, it changes the map. Okay. Anybody tell me what that is now? Treasure, Treasure map. Okay. Now, when we see a map with an X on it, it's going to tell us about treasure that we're going to try and find. And the cross from Good Friday is a little bit like that. Okay. Um, in the same way, we've got a treasure map, and we're trying to find this amazing treasure, and that's the first thing it makes you think of. In fact, the cross of Jesus was an even greater treasure, because it brings us new life, and brings us back to God. And I'm going to read something here, um, a little bit from 2 Corinthians, about that. So for anyone who is in Christ, there is a new creation. The old order is gone, and the new being is there to see. So whilst a lot of the time, X's, big X's on our work are things which maybe aren't that good, the cross from Good Friday is just like a treasure map. In fact, this treasure is even greater. Now, the next one I want to talk to you about, um, we're going to look at a little bit of a conversation. Now, can I say this is a fictitious conversation? Um, and it was definitely not me, and there'll be a number of reasons I'll point out why it wasn't me. So if you want to look, a little bit of a text message here, okay? from, might be hard for you to see, but from your crush, okay, so this person obviously has this number saved in their phone with crush, and it says, did you understand that maths homework? 
I got so confused. And then the response, let's see what the response is. I know it was ridiculous. Who even needs to know how to find the length of a hippopotamus? Now, that is the first sign that this is not me, because obviously they've corrected themselves afterwards, and they should say hypotenuse. Okay. Um, but let's see what happens then. So there's a bit of texting back and forth. So you've texted them, and we've got, uh, not me anyway, are you looking forward to the weekend? And then I'm going to reply, I suppose, not doing much, WBU. Now, I am not going to lie. I, another reason you can tell this isn't me is if I'm sending a text message or a WhatsApp, I like to use perfect grammar, full words, all that sort of stuff. But WBU apparently means, uh, what about you? Um, lots wrong with that as an acronym, but that's fine. There was another acronym, um, another acronym that I was reading about was um, BRB. Do you know what BRB stands for? Be right. Where are you going? Janice, uh, Okay, so we're not doing much. What about you? Let's see what the response is. Uh, not doing much either. We could maybe go to the cinema and see the new Mario movie. Now that does sound like me because I am going tomorrow to see the new Mario movie. Let's see what the response is. Uh, sounds like fun. We could go to this, the 8 p.m. showing. Uh, meet you outside at 7.45 and then brace yourselves for the response. Okay. And then three X's. And that's what I'm talking about now. Okay. Has anybody ever sent a letter or a card or a text message and put an X at the end of it? Yeah? Okay. In that instance, an X represents a kiss. It's a sign of love. Okay? In the same way, the cross of Jesus is a cross of love. And I'm going to read something which is very, very cliched, which you have seen and you'll have heard before, but it is very, very important anyway. I'm going to read a little bit from um, John, and it's chapter 3 and verse 16, which you will hopefully recognize it. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. So we've got our cross, which represents a great treasure. We've got our cross, which represents love. Now, um, we need a little bit of context for the last meaning of the cross. So we'll go to the next slide. Did anybody tell me what? Anybody recognize that? Anybody put that on? Scrabble. That is a Scrabble board. Okay. Now, need to tell you a little bit. I have very recently... Uh, taken up competitive Scrabble, okay? Um, I'm not even making this up, I actually have taken up competitive Scrabble. Um, and I want to tell you a little bit about Scrabble, okay? And a little bit about some of the difficulties that I found whenever I moved to the world of competitive Scrabble. Because I actually um, used to be uh, a competitive countdown player. Um, and in my head, I was thinking, okay, countdown, the numbers aren't there, but that's okay. There are still words, okay? And in my head, I was just thinking, right, I'll move over to Scrabble. I've just got to make the longest word I can, and that's it, okay? But there are a number of major differences that make it very difficult, okay? One is they use a different dictionary. Anybody know what dictionary they use in Scrabble? You really need to be a geek for this. Scrabble uses a Collins dictionary, whereas in Countdown, they use Oxford dictionary. So there's a new dictionary, okay? Uh, also, I had to get my head around placement of letters and the letters that you actually leave. Okay, but probably for me the hardest thing I had to get my head around was short words. Okay, when you're playing countdown, short words aren't important. Okay, in fact, you want to get the longest word possible. But when you're playing Scrabble, you want to get the sh sometimes getting shorter words 
really helps you, and it really helps you whenever you've got a really terrible rack and you're trying to place them, okay? Now, it took me a bit of time to learn all my short words, okay? Um, and there are some letters that if you just go in as a novice, they're not the best letters, like this letter, for example, okay? I'm just gonna come up right now, the letter X. Now, um, the letter X in Scrabble, okay? I've got a little bit of a challenge, see if anybody can get me some of these words, okay? There are five two-letter words with the letter X, so X and each of the five vowels, so A, E, I, O, and U, okay? Anybody think they could tell me a two-letter word that uses the letter X and A, Adrian? Yeah, let's go with the easy one first. A, what word do you get? Luca. Oh, well, that, that is a word beginning with A, but A and letter X, anybody tell me? Axe. Okay, so we've got the word axe, which is one that you all know. That's fine. Chop down word, wood. Uh, what about letter E? X, yeah, which is either uh, an old boyfriend or girlfriend, or it's also, this sounds reckless, it's the word for the letter X. Um, okay, what about I? Adrian? Xi. What is that? It's a Greek letter. It's a 14th letter of the Greek alphabet. Um, back to another easy one, O, ox, good, so ox is a big animal, and then what about you? No, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this, okay, but it's, yeah, it's X-U, okay, it's a currency in Vietnam. Now, when you first start playing Scrabble, okay, the letter X is really very challenging. Okay. And in fact, sometimes when I first started playing, when it came up, I was thinking, this is terrible. Where am I going to place it? But once you put a bit of work in, it can become very, very rewarding. I actually, genuinely, again, I'm not making this up. I am a geek. Um, was at Scrabble Club the other week. Um, first Monday in the month. If you want to come, let me know. I'll give you all the details. Um, and it was towards the end of the game. And I had an O and an X on my rack. And I played the word ox. And the placement was with the X on the triple letter score, okay? Running down beside another word, and I actually got 54 points for it. Um, I still got beat, but 54 points for Ox was amazing. Um, that X, okay, that cross, in Scrabble can be very challenging, but eventually it can be quite rewarding, um, which is like the cross of Jesus, okay? Um, it is a massive challenge for us, okay? What it means, what... Jesus' death and resurrection means is a massive challenge, but it can also be very rewarding for us. Um, and I'm going to read one more, um, one more verse for you, um, just about that, whenever I find it. Okay, so this is from John chapter 16. Um, and it's verses 32 and 33. Listen, the time will come, indeed it has come already, when you're going to be scattered, each going his own way and leaving me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. I have told you all this so that you may find peace in me. In the world you will have hardship, but be courageous. I have conquered the world. So, three different meanings for a cross, okay? On Good Friday, the disciples and all Jesus' followers were really confused, okay? Even though he'd given them loads of signs, although, to be honest, he was being a little bit cryptic at times, so I don't really blame them for not fully understanding. 
on that Good Friday, they thought all hope was gone. Okay? But now, given what we know happens after that, the cross takes on a whole new meaning. And those three things I'm going to mention just one more time for you again. The cross is a sign of a great treasure. Um, it's a sign of love. And lastly, it can be challenging, but it can be really rewarding. Um, just before I go, I'm going to give you another Scrabble challenge. Um, so, you're playing a game of Scrabble, pick out your first seven tiles, and they don't look very good. You've got A, E, I, three L's and a U. Other person goes first, and they put, which is a valid word in Scrabble, because I don't want to pollute my mind with invalid words. They put up the word Easter, which is going to come up in a second. Anybody give me uh, Excellent. You play Alleluia, and you'll get about 62 points for that. So give yourselves a wee round of applause for it. Thank you.